0: The Holy Gospel according to John chapter 1 verses 8, 1 to 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into be- being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or the will of the flesh, or the will of men, but of God. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear sisters and brothers in Christ, Sometime again one of my students asked, Do you think that God is pleased with what I did? Well, difficult question if one is suffering doubts about his, her own decisions and deeds. And even more difficult if you are put into a position to judge others. Very often we find ourselves in situations when doubts about ourselves are shaking the foundations of our existence. Such processes can turn our life into hell. Very often we hear and read news how people did not manage their fight with doubts about their decisions, about what they did to others, or what they did to themselves. Maybe they were also asking this question in some form, is at least somebody pleased with what I am and what I am doing? I think the best answer to this question is the gospel reading of today's Sunday. John the Baptist, as the witness to the one who came as the light into the darkness of the world. Other Gospels present this motif as the baptism of Christ performed by John the Baptist. A unique witness introduces the Messiah to us. So, let us frame it this way. Christ is the Messiah. He is the one who stands close to us. He is the one to whom God stands close to. So the first thought. He is the one who stands close to us. John the Baptist presents the Messiah as the one who will judge the world. He will separate the valuable from the invaluable and destroy what is not useful. This is very much in line with what John the Baptist was doing. With no compromises, he shed light on everything what was wrong in the society of his times. In this regard, the prologue uh, to the Gospel according John, which we just uh, read as today's reading, John is very much in line with what other Gospels say about Jesus. He is coming to shed light. He himself is the light. No wonder that people were confusing John the Baptist with the Messiah. The reason was that the Messiah was expected to judge the world. But interestingly, there is this important shift. John is the merciless critical prophet. Jesus is the one who brings mercy. It was John the Baptist before whom no one was safe because of his sharp criticism of moral deficits, neither fisherman nor the king. His message was liberating and frustrating at the same time. Finally, somebody is here who tells the whole truth about the rotten society on the edge of destruction? That was probably the liberating sentence in people’s mouth. But there was the frustrating side of it as well. Who can stand calm and satisfied with his or her own life when hearing these prophetic words unmasking all what was hidden? Who is good enough to cause a change and find a way out? Were the foundations of each one listening to that sermon not shaken by the naked truth of their lives? Were these people not smashed into heartbreaking and destructive doubts about themselves? Yes, definitely they were. And there were many who felt touched by these words. We read... In the story about John the Baptist uh, about crowds of people flooding that place but a very surprising turn of events occurs here the one who was announced by the John Baptist is the one who is dwelling among the people as one of them Jesus Christ stands close to those shaken in their self-confidence doubting about their own value He stands close to those scared by their own fatal mistakes. He reaches hands with those searching for a new chance in their lives. He stands in the line with those realizing that their time, their society needs a deep change. And in order to move something, uh, one has to start from himself or herself. What a change of attitude. What a liberating message. However, the judgment is not cancelled. It is needed, but not as something that is there to destroy the wrongdoers, but as light that reveals with its strength all what is hidden. Therefore, the prologue to the John's Gospel is speaking of Jesus as the light. The Judge Jesus Christ is the one who presents a different dimensions of, dimension of justice. Justice that enables the weak and doubting to hope again, to reach on the bottom of their potential and start anew. Justice that transforms us by loving and caring for what is good in each one of us. Born Messiah Jesus, he is the one who stands close to us. And the second thought, Jesus is the one to whom God stands close to. Well, what we just heard might sound encouraging, but is this justice after all? A judge whose eyes are not covered by a tape as we know it from the numerous artistic images of the antique goddess Lady Justice, Justitia. A judge who considers the individual situation of the judged one, is that right? The way how Jesus made his moral judgments in many different situations might be confusing to our understanding of justice. It definitely was confusing to those who guarded the purity of law and its practice in times of Jesus to Pharisees and the law experts known as scribes. He dared to break the law about the day of rest, Sabbat, by healing the sick. He dared to break the law about death sentence for adultery by pointing to the sinful nature of those executing such judgments. It is understandable that the authorities of his time were concerned about the moral integrity of the society when they thought about consequences of such application of justice. However difficult it might appear, this is the application of justice announced in the prologue of John's Gospel. But there is one thing we need to understand when reflecting on this aspect of God's justice. While John in his Gospel chooses to use a mystical language of the word that became flesh and dwelt among us, other Gospel authors prefer a symbolic language. They speak of open heaven, In the language of those times, open heaven, the Holy Spirit in a tangible form, and the voice of God in an audible word, those were the long-expected signs of the breaking time of salvation. Who has the Spirit of God thinks as God, judges as God, and acts as God. The words of the phrase that was pronounced by Christ's baptism are words, used at at the adoption in Oriental legal practice. Those are the same words that are used for antonization of the most significant king in Israel's history, David. Five centuries later, when people of Israel were in deep crisis, divided, scattered in exile of Babylonia with no future, Prophet Jeremiah uses these words to pour hope into the hearts of his people. He says, See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the forest parts of the earth among them, the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor. Together a great company, they shall return here. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Another prophet, Isaiah, speaks of the Messiah. With the well-known words, he will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. This is the type of justice that God has prepared to save people from division and despair. As God once adopted David, As his son to become the great king, so is he now adopting Jesus to become the Messiah, to become the one who brings and applies the for ages outstanding justice. God accepts him, God is pleased with what and how he is doing. What is being reported here by the Gospel is the great turn in the history of humankind the new era in which the incomprehensible justice of god starts to be fulfilled not by immediate judgment neither by mitigating or canceling it rather by postponing it by giving us new chance to start again and not only that we are accompanied by and helped by the incarnated and born christ a judge who is one of us a judge who has understanding for our struggles and defeats. So the question of my student, do you think that God is pleased with what I did? That was the question of the doubting student. Even if it might not be formulated in the same way, it is the deep existential question of each one of us. What is the answer? I don't know. God will tell us in the end. But until then, we are carried by our faith that we have the mighty and merciful Judge on our side, the born Christ, who stands close to us and to whom God stands close to. Amen.